With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome everyone to the BT Powerhouse podcast. We're going on Facebook Live here as well. It is Thursday, June 23rd, although technically it's Friday, actually. We crossed over. It's uh, 12.10 a.m. <laughs> the, uh, the NBA draft is still going on. We still have uh, three or four more picks here um, in the draft field. Uh, we're breaking it down as far as the Big Ten. I'm Thomas Bendit. I'm the manager of BT Powerhouse and the the guy who's been rolling out the BT Powerhouse uh, draft coverage tonight, along with a, a couple staff members. But let's start with the big the big thoughts um, on the Facebook Live. I was mentioning this, but um, Big Ten currently sitting at four players. Looks pretty unlikely they're going to end with um, anything more than five. Um, as, as I said, there are currently five picks left, uh, 56 through 60. Um, and it, it doesn't doesn't look like anybody else is going to be coming off the board. But those uh, four players taken so far for the Big Ten, first was DJ Wilson at pick 17 to the Milwaukee Bucks. Kind of an amazing story to see Wilson rise from really a bench nobody for the Wolverines before the season into a, a near lottery pick in the Big Ten's top prospect this year. Admittedly, if Miles Bridges had opted to declare for the Spartans, he probably would have been the highest Big Ten player taken. But, you know, fair or not, he he did not declare. So Wilson ends up being the top guy taken. Second pick was O.G. Anobi, who came at uh, 23 uh, spot um, for the Toronto Raptors. not necessarily a super surprising pick. I, I think he went a little lower than a lot of the mock drafts expected, especially <coughs> excuse me, especially the early mock drafts. A lot of the early ones had him as a lottery pick. Some of them even had him in the top 10. Obviously, that did not happen, but he ends up going 23. Uh, the story on Anobi has always been the same. High potential, high ceiling, but really unproven as far as what he can be a lot of defense, a lot of athleticism. He could develop a, a three point shot at some point. Um, I know his, it, he, he just, he just didn't attempt him enough at the college level, to be honest, to know whether he can do that, at, you know, in the NBA, but um, a lot of potential there. I know Toronto likes him and I think that's a good fit for him considering that, I don't think he's a guy who can contribute from day one. I think he's a guy where year two, year three is when you're hoping he's going to hit his stride. He's going to turn into a starter, a three and D quote unquote type of guy. I don't know if he'll get there uh, just because again, he's a prospect that could easily turn into something special, easily turn into nothing. Um, It's, it's just the reality of the situation, I guess. Uh, the third player taken was Big Ten Player of the Year, Caleb Swanigan from Purdue. He went 26 to the Portland Trail Blazers. 
Um, that's a really interesting pick for, for a couple reasons. First off, Swanigan, unlike Anobi, is not considered to be a guy with that high of a ceiling. He's considered a guy who has hit most of his potential at this point. Admittedly, that potential is pretty impressive. I mean, he was an All-American. He was Big Ten Player of the Year. Elite, elite rebounder. Um, he's a guy who can make a huge difference on the boards. He can uh, he can create his own shot off the block. Um, he's an underrated passer, I think, but um, he has a very inconsistent long-range shot. What can he defend at the next level? Can he defend fours? Can he defend threes? That's a huge question mark at the NBA level, but I think that's a nice solid pick. And additionally, on top of the question marks about Swanigan, Portland drafted another big as well. They had two bigs in this draft. They're potentially also uh, there. Are, I saw a rumor at least today that they might be on trying to get Aldridge back from the Spurs. I'm not sure what's going to happen with that. That's a whole another bag of worms, but uh, nobody's really sure what's going to happen with that Portland front court. And obviously that raises some major questions as to Swanigan, how he's going to fit in, what they're looking to get. The good news though, is because Swanigan was a first round pick, he has guaranteed money. He has a guaranteed deal. He will be on an NBA roster next season. He's probably going to last at least two, three years in the league before he's going to have to earn. And I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not trying to talk down on him, but uh, he has the guaranteed years, which is great news for Swanigan, considering that most considered him a borderline first, second round pick. So to get that kind of deal is great news for him um, as he as he moves into his professional career. The the fourth and final pick for the Big Ten, which looks like it's going to be there, a couple more picks have come off the board. There are only three picks. <coughs> excuse me, a dry throat tonight. Um, There are only three picks remaining. Excuse me, just getting a drink of water there. There are only three picks remaining. Doesn't look like the Big Ten is going to have a fifth player selected this year, which, as I mentioned, kind of a disappointment considering what the Big Ten prides itself in as far as the, the basketball court goes. But the fourth pick was pick number 42, that was Thomas Bryant from the Hoosiers going to the Los Angeles Lakers. Bryant, that that's a pick that uh, it's not going to come with a lot of splash. You know, I I said this on Twitter. You know, when he was picked, I firmly believe it as I did. You know, 20 minutes ago when I <laughs> tweeted it. But I think um, Thomas Bryant is a player that can become a nice rotational piece at the NBA level. I really do. You know, he's a guy, he has a diverse skill set. He can defend, he can run in transition, he can shoot from outside, he can make plays inside, he can defend a couple different spots. I think he's a diverse player. I, I think he can fill a lot of roles, but I don't think he has a dominating skill to earn a minutes at this level. Additionally, he's going to have to improve his defense. He's going to have to get bigger and stronger if he wants to get real minutes in the NBA. But as I said, I, I don't think he has that top tier star potential. Admittedly, I could be wrong. I said the same thing about Draymond Green, but I don't see that in him. But I see a guy who, again, if he gets a little bit stronger, his defense gets a little better, um, and, and really he focuses more on that side of the ball. I, I think there were times when he wasn't, uh, I, I think he's a high energy guy. I think he has a nice motor, 
but I, I'm not sure he was always 100% engaged defensively. Um, if he if he takes those steps there, I think he can become a nice rotational player in the NBA. With the Lakers, a nice young group, you you really don't know what to expect out of that franchise going forward for the next couple of years. You know, obviously there are the rumors about them trying to acquire Paul George. Can't really get much into that simply because we don't know. Um, but we'll see. Uh, also, I, I do want to mention that it is official. No other Big Ten players have been drafted. The Big Ten ends the night with, with four, but I talked about those three. I, I want to go back to Wilson. I, I didn't really dive into him much at the, the onset of the of the podcast here, and I wanted to briefly dive into him. Wilson is a very, very unique prospect in the sense that if you're a uh, if you're an NBA GM, he has everything that you want. <laughs> Let's just put it that way, right? He he can shoot from three. He can create on the dribble. He can defend at least two or three spots. Um, he's quick enough in transition to where he can get nice, easy buckets. Uh, he has some ability to pass. I mean, everything's there, but nothing is – he's not a guaranteed piece. I'll, I'll put it that way. I mean, if you watched him during last season for Michigan, he had a bunch of games where he just disappeared – for 10, 15 minute stretches. And I, I don't like to use that phrase because I think it's kind of a cheat. Uh, a lot of times people will use things like disappear or, um, you know, oh, at times, stuff like that to kind of evade having to really analyze a guy. But he really did disappear. I mean, you watch some of those games during Big Ten play. I mean, a, a perfect one for me, um, as far as DJ Wilson goes, was that. Um, I want to say the Ohio state game where Ohio state came into Ann Arbor and won. Um, DJ Wilson ends with a 99 offensive rating, 11 points and one rebound. I don't know. And, and that was the game it, for those who watched it. Ohio state had 26 defensive rebounds in that game, destroyed Michigan on the boards. The only reason Ohio state beat Michigan in that game. And Wilson was definitely part of that. And I, I think if at the next level, you have to be concerned with stuff like that. You have to be concerned with the fact, the fact that he doesn't have a super quick release. Um, he, he can create off a dribble. He really can. But at the college level, he's going against guys who are probably a little slower and less athletic at the four spot. Certainly when he was at the five offensively, he's facing guys that it, it's just kind of a mismatch to be honest on offense. Um, he's not going to get that at the NBA. I mean, it, it, it's one thing to do that against the, uh, you know, your random college guys, but to do that at the NBA level is not an easy task. And that is what Wilson's going to be tasked with. But the good news is, as I said, at the start, all the pieces are there. I mean, of all the, of all four big 10 guys, I think Wilson by far has the most potential to become a star at the next level. Uh, as I said, I'm, Anobi has some concerns for me. You know, really, they all do. I mean, they would have been picked number one, I guess, if, if they didn't have any concerns. But I think uh, Wilson has the most star potential out of all four. But, again, wouldn't shock me if, if he has struggles a little bit trying to adjust to the next level because of the, the rebounding concerns. He has to get bigger um, if, if he want, really wants to compete down low. 
I don't think Wilson can be a three uh, long-term at the NBA level. I think he has to be a four. And he has the size to play the four, but um, he's either going to have to improve his his three-point shot. I mean, he finished this year shooting 37%. That's nice, but if he wants to be a perimeter-oriented four at the next level, he's going to have to get his shot a lot better, either more consistent or a much quicker release. Uh, in my opinion, um, or he's going to have to really bulk up and be able to defend. I mean, he's going to be defending some big guys. I mean, uh, you face Memphis, you're going to get Zach Randolph. You face some of these big teams, uh, Paul Gasol. I mean, you're going to get big time guys that uh, he's going to be tasked with defending at, at the NBA level now. And I think that's going to be a challenge. But but overall, um, I think it was a nice night. The Big Ten certainly could have been far, far better. Uh, I'm, I'm not necessarily going to sit here and say the Big Ten should be, should be proud of it, of its performance per se. I mean, when you, you only have four players taken, that's not exactly the best, the best news. But still, you know, four, four players uh, taken, three in the first round. That's certainly a notable achievement. And the Big Ten. We'll see how they set up next year. Uh, I, I think the one disappointing thing, if you're talking about is specifically for the Big Ten, is not having any players taken in, in that late second round. You know, guys like Malcolm Hill, guys like Peter Jock, uh, guys like Melo Trimble. I mean, what, what a disappointment for Trimble not to be taken. He will certainly be scooped up for the summer league. But, you know, you think back after his freshman year, I mean, I, I remember people – talking about him as like a solid first round pick and not to be drafted at all. Uh, talk about a drop um, from that point. You know, Nigel Hayes is another one, Bronson Koenig. Uh, Koenig really didn't get as much hype until late in the draft process, but he's another guy. I mean, you're talking about some big time, big 10 players who, who were not selected. So uh, moving forward, you know, uh, NBA summer league is going to be big. I, I think at least a couple of those guys will make rosters uh, to me, you know, some of them, Peter Jock, uh, Malcolm Hill, I have a feeling those guys are going to end up playing overseas, at least for a, a short period of time. Um, other guys that are going to get opportunities, um, Derek Walton, Zach Irvin for Michigan, they will certainly get a chance. Trevor Thompson for Ohio State, I think will get a summer league chance as well. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think, DeMonte Dodd for Maryland, uh, I know he had an injury concern um, during a workout. Uh, for the draft process, but I, I do think he will get a summer league shot, assuming he's healthy. I, I don't think he'll make a roster, but um, he'll, he'll get a shot. That, that's really all you can ask for, I guess. Uh, I mentioned Hayes, uh, Koenig. Um, Showalter, I, I think, will have a decent shot at making a summer league roster, and uh, Vito Brown, outside shot as well, but um, I don't expect either of those two to have a realistic shot at making a, a real NBA roster, but um, We'll see. I think those guys will have a shot to uh, make a run in the summer league. Uh, trying to think of a couple others. Um, fortunately, Akeem Springs uh, with the injury, I, I don't think he'll get a shot this summer. But uh, Ty Webster for Nebraska certainly will. I, I would expect he's going to have a realistic shot to make a roster. I, I think he's a, a baller that will will get his shot. Um, maybe some of the Northwestern guys, you know, you think about Lumpkin or Taphorn, maybe those guys will get a some sort of look in the summer league. I don't know. Uh, maybe. Um, 
trying to think of uh, if anyone else off the top of my head. As I said, this is an instant reaction here. <laughs> there's there, there's not necessarily a massive amount of uh, uh, prep here, but um, but yeah, it overall I, I think it was a a solid but um, kind of disappointing night for the Big Ten. I think the three first round picks is a is a real um, achievement. I think it's something the conference should be proud of, but. The second round was kind of a dud, especially with so many guys in position to be drafted. And I, I should mention as well, you know, I talked about Trimble not being taken so high uh, or not being drafted. You know, Nigel Hayes was in the same situation after that first final four. You know, people talked about him as a first round pick, ends up going undrafted now. I mean, pointing and uh, again, I, I talked about this when we were going through the, the Miles Bridges decision, but if, if you're a big-time prospect, you have to be very, very wary of coming back to school for another year. Uh, Miles Bridges opted to do it this year. Justin Jackson from Maryland opted, excuse me, to do it as well. Uh, Maurice Wagner from Michigan as well. Um, Vincent Edwards, although he was doing it for, I want to say, the second, the second time. Um, Isaac Haas did it as well. But uh, I, I think you have to be wary if you're one of those guys because – you see so many of these guys dropping. Um, uh, Rab from Cal, uh, I mean, people had him as a potential lottery pick last year. Now he's he lost millions of dollars, undoubtedly. Uh, Mel Trimble lost a lot of money. Nigel Hayes lost a lot of money. Um, another guy, James Blackman, I didn't even think about him for Indiana. He will get a summer league look, undoubtedly. But he... He lost some money. He could have gotten drafted, I think, uh, if he had left in for his freshman year, which uh, obviously he did not decide to do. But, um, or at least I, I think he would have been a bigger prospect at that time. Let me let me say it that way. Be a little more political about it, I guess. <laughs> but uh, but with that, you know, that's all I have to add for tonight. Um, certainly check out BT Powerhouse in the coming days. We'll have more on the draft results. We'll have plenty on, on the summer league. I, I think there's a lot of interesting prospects that can make rosters. As I mentioned, you know, guys like Jock, guys like Trimble, um, Hayes, I think those guys will have realistic shots to make rosters next season. Um, it'll be an uphill battle. Anytime you go undrafted, it's going to be an uphill battle. You know, uh, NBA teams do not like to fill their rosters with guys who didn't get drafted. Um, it's typically not good for business, as they say. <laughs> But uh, but it should be interesting, and you know, at, with, with the draft's conclusion and the summer league here in the next couple of weeks, we'll we'll move into the the, the end of the off season here, or uh, sort of the transition period where we move to really look till next season. So we'll have plenty of analysis on next season as well. But thanks again for everyone checking us out. As I mentioned, um, I'm Thomas Bendit. I'm the, the editor in chief of BT Powerhouse, the, the manager of the site. Um, thank you everyone for, for following us. We've had a lot of great feedback as far as the NBA draft. You can follow me on Twitter at tbendit, BT Powerhouse at BT Powerhouse. Encourage everyone to like our Facebook page, BT Powerhouse. And if you have not subscribed to our podcast, please do. Um, if you go to iTunes or whatever, just search BT Powerhouse and you should be able to find it. But thanks again, and we'll see you guys next time.